This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, June 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Audit of California water operations. SCOTUS again denies Monsanto petition. And 4th of July cookout up 17%. Legislature launches audit of state water operations. The Joint Legislative Audit Committee has approved a request to review the Department of Water Resources and the State Water Board. Assemblymember Adam Gray of Merced submitted the request to investigate perceived failures last year in accurately forecasting the state's water supply when about a million acre feet failed to materialize in reservoirs. Gray argued the state, in its overestimation, prematurely released 700,000 acre-feet of water that should have been stored. Errors on this scale have real and measurable consequences, he said. DWR should be a leader in this space, but instead they are playing catch-up to many of the same organizations that have been telling them to fix these problems for decades. The state auditor's office expects the investigation to take about Six months to complete. Supreme Court denies another Monsanto Roundup petition. Supreme Court's rejected Monsanto's second petition, seeking a review of a decision that found the nation's pesticide law does not preempt state law claims that Roundup was misbranded because it did not carry a cancer warning. The order denying the petition was issued yesterday, less than one week after the court denied a similar petition in another Roundup cancer case that resulted in a verdict of about $25 million for Edwin Hardiman. Monsanto said the case involving a decision from the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit was significant as a bellwether for other pending cases. The Ninth Circuit decision uh, will control thousands of other federal suits and undoubtedly influence still others pending across the country, the petition said. The latest figures issued by Monsanto show that it settled about 107,000 of the 138,000 Roundup cancer claims. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. And in a related issue... Glyphosate, a timeline of pesticides rise in legal cases. One of the agriculture's chief inputs is not only a mainstay in the field, it's had a fair share of its trips to the courtroom as well. AgriPulse offers a roundup of significant events for the commonly used herbicide. You can find that at agripulse.com. Fourth of July cookouts to cost 17% more, according to the American Farm Bureau. The AFBF reported 4th of July cookouts will be up 17% in price from compared to last year. That's the biggest jump since they began the survey 10 years ago. The annual survey said an Independence Day party for 10 consumers will cost an average of 69.68. That's $10 more than last year's average price. AFBF Chief Economist Roger Cryan said that works out to about $7 a person, which is an affordable price for many Americans. Ground beef topping the chart, a 36% increase, but chicken breast and pork products were also up more than 30%. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Edge Co-op suggests new dairy reforms. Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative offering new proposals for sweeping industry reforms. Wisconsin-based Edge, which isn't a member of the National Milk Producers Federation, 
wants to overhaul federal milk marketing orders to account for regional differences. The proposal would require action by Congress either in the Farm Bill or other legislation. Edge also laid out a set of 10 contracting principles. Among them, farmers should be paid for their milk every two weeks with no more than a three-week lag. Edge also lays out requirements for improving price transparency. NMPF is seeking a change in the way milk is priced under the current marketing order system. U.S. and Taiwan holding their first trade pact talks. High-level U.S. and Taiwanese officials uh, holding their first round of negotiations for a trade pact to bolster the two countries' relationship despite Chinese opposition. United States and Taiwan have a long-standing trade and investment relationship rooted in shared values, said Deputy U.S. Trade Representative Sarah Bianchi. This initiative will unlock market opportunities, promote innovation, and create inclusive economic growth for our workers and businesses. Now, take note, Taiwan became the sixth largest foreign market for U.S. agriculture commodities after importing $3.94 billion worth of beef, dairy, soybeans, fruit, tree nuts, vegetables, and other products in 2021. Taiwan's imports of U.S. ag commodities rose by 18% in 2021, despite high tariffs. But the new pact will not include any deals to lower trade taxes, according to U.S. government officials. Finally, the Farm Bill needs to prioritize water quality, according to environmental groups. The Farm Bill needs to prioritize water, a group of mostly environmental organizations are saying in a letter sent to all members of Congress. The groups urge Congress to double conservation spending in the Farm Bill and create a clean water outcomes matching program in the Regional Conservation Partnership Program. So to provide incentives to states to adopt outcomes-based water quality funds. They also want the crop insurance program, quote, modernized to protect water quality and promote more diverse and sustainable cropping systems. And they want to eliminate the current, uh, des- the, uh, the current designation of half of all environmental quality incentives program funds for livestock. As much of these funds currently go to industrial animal operations that subsidize environmentally harmful practices, quoting the group. Among the more than 50 groups that signed the letter, the National Sustainable Ag Coalition, the National Latin Farmers and Ranchers Trade Association, and the Natural Resources Defense Council. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, June 28th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nelly.